and welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Kathy. I'm Gonzo. Let's see if she'll say it when she comes back. Uh, Kathy is not back just yet. Uh, she was getting, she uh, started talking a little bit more and had to uh, leave at the last minute. Uh, we're on episode 162. Uh, I have to be upright, so I mean that's just the thing. They won the challenge, so I have to be upright. Oh, now you're rules lawyering. <laughs> I, you I'm not doing this. This is not me. You're not still me. Upright. I am completely upright. I did not even plan this either. Cookie Mandius says, "Okay, meatballs are on the stove," and I feel like that's a perfect <laughs> description of our podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Someone That's add that quote. Description right there. <laughs> oh, I did not tell John to do that. He just been playing with software, <laughs> the logic <laughs> capture software, because Kathy can do it too. So, oh, yeah. uh, oh, Kathy, go ahead and flip yours upside down real quick. Let me get the trifecta. John, go ahead and flip uh, yours right. upside down real quick. <laughs> now, there we go. Hey, the perfect podcast. So, uh, here we go. <laughs> you got to be absolute bullshit. <laughs> so. Uh, that was not my doing, trust me. I said I, I have no control what they do with their cameras when they have the program to do it. <laughs> Uh, so what are we at? Uh, episode 162, Kathy? Yeah. 162. Uh, today's episode, uh, I'm going to be working on a model doing some object source lighting, which Kathy is going to help me with um, and do that. We're also going to talk about um, a few other things. We did cover some, if you didn't see us in the pre-ramble, um, we uh, talked about some models uh, and some stuff going on. I do want to talk about something that did get announced this week, uh, but we'll get to that. But before we do, let's go ahead and take our break to talk about our sponsors. Uh, we want to thank Creature Caster. Uh, they are, we are a creature creator. From time to time, you'll see us paint a creature caster model. Uh, and probably pretty soon, you'll see some judgment models from them. And we'll be, do, <laughs> um, we'll be doing, uh, I'll be painting some of those. Um, we also want to thank Tectonic Craft Studios. Uh, if you haven't heard, Dan is now streaming on Twitch, uh, teaching and such. Uh, Captain Mizzy or somebody can give him a shout out. I would appreciate that. Um, everybody should go follow him and give him some followers so you can get stuff going um, working with us uh, we want to thank Muse on Minis of course for uh, supporting us and helping us get our files out to everywhere um, also uh, we want to thank Metalhead Minis and uh, by the way the Metalhead Mini Stores is doing a free shipping this week uh, so you can get stuff pretty uh, cheap um, not only do you get everything in her store you get our More Than Dice stuff is uh, for sale cheap which you'll see the link pop up every so often. And also the Warfare Weekend, you can get it uh, much cheaper, which we still have some stuff to sell there, which should help us with our uh, convention in November, which we hope we get to have and we hope everybody shows up for. Um, did it, it didn't even link it, did it? What? Okay. Hey, Captain Mizzy. It wasn't me. I did not plan that. That was all them. <laughs> I was totally gone to his idea. He messaged us on Facebook to do that. <laughs> um, but 
So, uh, before we get into anything, um, do we have any tributes this week? Uh, we have at least one, and that is Yafet Kodo, who, oh. if you don't know, you should know. Mm-hmm. He was one of the gentlemen in Alien. Uh, he is, he's been great in everything he is. He's also in a uh, James Bond movie as the the bad guy, right, Kathy? He did, he did play a Bond villain. I don't know which one. Uh, uh, the one with Diana Regan, I think. Oh, the one with George Lazenby. George Lazenby. Specter. No, I'm thinking the wrong one. Then, let me get it here. So, but what you, what a lot of people know him from is Alien. Yeah, Alien would be the one you'd most likely know him yeah. from. Yeah, that was the one he was kind of known for more than anything. Uh, that that that's where I know him from more than anything. Yeah, he's been in a ton of things. Alien is the big one. Uh, he was in The Running Man. He was in Live and Let Die. That's Kananga slash Mr. Big. Okay, okay. Uh, I am on that page side. now. Got it. So he's a very good actor. He always brought it. Oh, it's Jane Seymour. Oh, okay. Jane Seymour, yeah, she was Domino? Was that her name? Uh, Solitaire. Solitaire. I get those confused. No worries. No, he was super great actor. He always brought it. I mean, honestly, not like you could say any anyone in the cast of Alien was bad, but he was definitely one of the great points of that. And, I mean, just, you know, unfortunate... Uh, just got that age, unfortunately, where it happens. We're going to see a lot of that coming up here, everyone, just to warn you that we're going to see a lot of the actors we grew up with yep. start to pass, if you're our age. Yeah. But, I mean, um, I think that was the only one that I know of. It's the only one I know of, too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kathy, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking wine. Ooh, oh, what shit. Kind? I have a, a Pinot Noir, a cheap-ass Pinot Noir here. <laughs> Nothing special. Nothing special. John, what do you got for it's tonight? It's delicious with bacon. Uh, delicious with bacon? <laughs> Isn't, like, everything delicious with bacon? Oh. Yeah, it, you don't need anything to go with bacon. Bacon <laughs> is delicious. That's pretty true. Just not maple bacon vodka. Do not question me. Do not look it up. Do not buy it. Just take my word on it. <laughs> it is the cats of alcohol. Well, maybe not quite the cats or some other, but it's sneaky like that. Anyways, uh, I am drinking a Force Blow, which is Kraken rum and orange juice. Uh, my drink of choice tonight is water, um, because I've got a kind of an upset stomach. I think I've got something like an ulcer or something going on. So I'm like, oh. uh, I think I'm going to be drinking some water for a bit. Um, so other than that, um, guys, we appreciate you listening, watching, doing whatever. Not only on the podcast day, but also during John's stream, Kathy's streams, um, so on and so forth. Uh, we do take requests if there's something you want to see, hear, or us review. Uh, today, uh, one of our movie reviews was requested by a viewer. We will be reviewing Megaforts. Um, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and some other things. But um, if there's something you want us to see or review or... Get our hands on that we can uh, test out for you. So let us know. We don't have a problem with that. Um, or if you want to see a special on something, like, hey, can you show us how to do uh, 
Um, how to destroy a model in three easy steps. We could probably show you in one. Um, how to destroy a model? <laughs> Some requests oh. will have to be earned by challenge points, uh, which uh, Kathy's is still going and John's still going. And, of course, my camera's right side up. So tomorrow I'll reset that challenge and you can try to see if you can force my camera right side up again. Well, before we go on, I want to put out to everyone, like, you all see his camera right set up, but when we see him on Skype, his ass still upside down. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Because I have to mount my camera upside down. So. Uh, what you do with your camera is your own business. You I'm should not gonna, mount. Cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm. I think that's the right mix. I forgot. We still have also the things that you can um, purchase. You can force John to transform a transformer. Um, you can force Kathy to stretch. Um, you still are a hell you hydrate. Force. You say force as if it's a terrible thing. <laughs> you must stretch now. I did fix God it a little it, bit for I you. I want to stretch, but you're making me stretch. Oh, there's a hell hydrate. Um <laughs> If you guys are wondering why I'm drinking through a straw, I have a tooth problem, mm. and this keeps you from hitting the no, bad stuff. Stretch is here. And you've well, redeemed you have a your tooth stretch. Uh-oh. Stretching. Oh, stretching. Mm. <laughs> you know, I should have seen that coming, but I totally didn't. <laughs> you didn't? I didn't tell him that I got you one of those. <laughs> no. I I saw you playing with it earlier, and I was like, oh, okay, stretch Armstrong. It didn't even click. You said stretch, and I'm like, oh. Oh, oh yeah. No, I did um, fix it because someone actually, uh, we forgot to set a timer on the stretch Armstrong, and they started just doing it nonstop <laughs> at one point. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's put a little like, bit of time on. This is no stretch Armstrong stream. Yes, I'm just going to be sitting here talking to you, playing with stretch Armstrong instead of painting my miniatures today. It's fine. It's good. You know, this is good exercise. I can feel my muscles when I do it. So, you know. I just think it's hilarious that you always stretch him with his crotch toward the camera and stretch his well, legs out. Well, that's gravity. <laughs> I mean, he, it's either way. He's upside down or, yes. you know. That's not better. Right? I know. I know. There's, there's, like, no there's the crotch. If you're stretching his leg, <laughs> that's just how it goes. His gravity. All right. So there you go. Hey, at least it's not. At least it's not tiny stretch. Tiny stretch has painted on shorts, and the paint on these shorts has it turned um, into a thong. <laughs> As kind of <laughs> thong, the thong, thong, thong. That's the oh yeah. These oh guys, Nosferatu. I wouldn't say I missed it. There, <laughs> I was not present. Guys, you know, but we save that for Kathy's painting stream. I'm pretty sure there's a terms of service violation in there somewhere. <laughs> So, oh man, that was actually pretty good, Kathy. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, okay, let me go and switch over the paint cam and let's go ahead and talk. I did do a little painting and worked on some of the um, rust look a little bit more. Because um, I didn't like the way the brown was looking, so I kind of fixed it a bit. And started... I went and used... Because I was looking for different tones and everything. And I grabbed my... I have this dry rust. From... Um, army painter and i was like oh, i've never used it before and so i put it on here and it actually turned let's out give it a easy. shot yeah like what the heck that's my favorite i don't know what this looks like fuck it let's go yeah <laughs> so i mean it turned out pretty decent it's got a rusty look to it so turned out okay yep he, he looks rusty i don't know what i'm going to do with the rivets though I don't know if I want to take the rivets and make them like a different color. Um, or like just put a dot of high silver I mean, on them. You, I just a little bit of highlight silver. When you dry brush them again or whatever, it'll look big. Or or you could go dark. Like if you go dark and then just drag your finger over each rivet separately, that'll just like auto highlight when it when it scrapes away the the dark color, and then I'll leave that sort of dark color in the shadow areas yeah. then your know. rivets be a little darker but you'll have you know what i'm no. saying you yeah. must take your finest brush and paint each rivet individually in the highest silver or that either way okay we can do that too <laughs> while we're waiting for stuff to dry either I way shit. <laughs> um but uh, there's some black on there so I did that, got all the rusty look in there, which turned out pretty decent. Um, I thought about taking and doing some gold on like this little like part right here in the center, like a, a bronzy type. Like um, this piece right here, and then there's like his his spine, and this piece right here. What do we think? It would definitely help break up everything. Yeah. I don't know if I go all the way there, but it's definitely a thought. Well, I thought that it needed something because, you know, it's just all, you know, metal. So I thought instead of doing like a bright gold, doing something like a bronzy look and then washing it a little bit. That way. Is that my... Oh, no. I already got this copper. Oh, no, no, no. I know which one I should use. Um, Where is it? It's a P3 paint. You know nothing about metallic, so I'm, I'm at C. I have a metallic. Ricky says, back to father needed help. I had to order him stuff on Amazon. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I have to, I have to call my dad after the podcast. Knows Fratu has to go to bed so you can be a corporate tool in the morning. Well, fine, Nosferatu. Go be a tool. Have a good night. Oh, okay. Sleep well. Sweet dreams. May Nurgle bless you. Uh, I don't want Nurgle to bless me. He got his Fauci ouchie. He'll be fine. Doesn't mean he wants that. Oh, shit. I forgot to tell you. I'm actually scheduling an in person game of something. What? Really? Yeah, not this Saturday. Come up the Saturday after. My buddy Petey needs to learn how to play Marvel Crisis Protocol, so I'm gonna go over since he's so far away. I mean, it's it's got to be a five minute drive. 
<laughs> wow. This you might want to pack six. some road snacks. Depends on lights. It could probably go up to ten if the lights are shitty. No, he's just over the side of uh, the same city, so. Um, he likes me safe, so I'll have to be a little careful with what I do. Uh, so I can come over there, I'm like, yeah, we're not the safest all the time. Bane Ann goes out a little more than I like, but we're just masked all the time. But we're being safe. Doesn't make out with hookers or anything? I mean, no, he does not. Okay. <laughs> going to make a joke out of that, but his significant other will occasionally jump in the chat room, so I'm going to say <laughs> no, he does not. That's absolutely the truth. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take and I'm going to put white in the little creases and try to just keep it inside these little lines um, and everything because we'll be using the transparent uh, purple from... Where's it at? You, you know what's funny is, and I know Reaper, Kathy I will fight against you, were I doing that same thing, I would just start putting the purple in there and layering it up because... I think there's less chance of me fucking up the black. Oh, I just paint over the black if I have to. Yeah, but it's a pain. Well, that's life. Yeah, luck. that's super easy. All right, so the white I'm going to use is I'm going to use the ink, the white ink. The white ink. I've never used white ink. Actually, I have white ink sitting here that somebody made. It's FW Acrylic Ink Titanium White. It's acrylic. So, I suppose since I'm since I'm painting now, these things are almost done, and I haven't used any of the white ink on them. So I forgot I even had it until just now. I have mine on the way. I don't know when it's gonna. I could check Amazon when it's gonna arrive, but it'll be arriving sometime this week with my new bottle of surface primer because I got gloss last time. Uh... Which I don't think it's gonna affect overall, but. I don't know, so we shall see. So I'm just going to put like a, a line of white down in here because we were talking about you know just getting it to where the brightest spots are going to be, right, Kathy? Uh huh. And so it's just going to take a little bit of time to get that in there. Um, but um, something came up this week. That um, some people were talking about. Oh, uh, that really settles in nice, doesn't it? It does. Um, I didn't even thin it because it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty Well, it's thinning. an ink, so yeah. it shouldn't really need thinning, right? No. Yeah, it's, it's pretty thin to begin with. Well, I would hope not. So. Yeah, that's really opaque, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. That's the reason why I wasn't worried about too much about getting it like on the black. I'm like, eh, fuck it. Two tears in a bucket. <laughs> so, but something came up this week um, that had an announcement. Um, so I figured we could talk about that real quick uh, because um, how can I say this? I don't know if people are excited about it or they're still afraid of it yet. Um, and that's Gen Con's announcement that they postponed and decided to do a different date. Um, I don't know if I actually sense. haven't. I, I only tangentially heard somebody mention that, that Gen Con said they were going to happen, but they never mentioned to me about a, 
a date change, and I don't know anything about it. Teleherds are going to happen. They're going to have a lot less people in person, a lot of stuff for safety measures. Yeah, they... Is all I heard. Uh, they did change their date. Uh, their date is going to be beginning of September, which is on... Uh, September 16th to 19th. I would call that the middle. Yeah, that is about the middle. Yeah, it's the middle. Because yeah. uh, some people were complaining that it was on uh, Yon Kipper. Uh, yeah, we've... It, not surprising when you don't really realize what date it's on. Uh, I had a convention I had to go to for a client that was on Mother's Day. And it was surprising. People complain. I'm like, you know, that's a fair point. We didn't really realize and couldn't really change that point. But yeah. in the current environment, you got a lot more chance to change things. So I well, think, go ahead, Kathy. If you're going to change the date, there are only so many weekends left in the year. Correct. At that point. Yeah. So you and and that's assuming that other weekends have been booked by other events. So, you know, you, you do, you take the weekend you can. Well, I did notice, because like Nova canceled, and Nova is in September, but I think they're early September? That's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, always Labor Day weekend. Is it Labor Day? Okay. Because I noticed that they, they canceled um, and such. So I was just kind of wondering, I'm like, because they said they're going to have a limited amount of people. They didn't say how many people, though. That's, that's not even on there. It says uh, lifted by public health authorities. To be decided, and they also did say that things were subject to change and in flux, uh, depending on the state of things. Yes. You know, Correct. in the future. So. Uh, I think my biggest thing is I feel going to an online portion is a great idea. Yeah. Keeping an in-person portion is not a great idea. And then announcing pop-up Gen Cons at local game stores is fucking stupid. Why? So, sure, you're going to have limited people in your giant gaming halls. You think the stores are going to have that ability? I mean, now you're putting all the problem on the stores that sign up for it. And then obviously, they're going to sign up for it if they want to. So, it's sort of their choice. But as far as... As a business decision, it is probably fine, but as a health uh, decision for gamers, it is not a great idea. I'm, it, I'm well. Everything is nebulous right now with, like you way. know, with the state of of vaccines being what it is, and you know, who knows how things are going to be six months from now. We just, we don't know. And they're playing it by ear and everybody's playing it by ear. Correct. But by changing it once now, it makes it more difficult for them to change it again. Because it's, I mean, they can. There's no more difficulty on their end. It's just the perception is going to really break over the coals. They could do like what Reaper did, which granted ReaperCon is a much smaller thing than, than GenCon. That's like a, a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. But they have it so that even two days from the convention, you can still cancel stuff without any penalty. Which is awesome. I mean, that's a great policy. Because my, they my, don't my, know, you know. Yeah, no one knows. My, my biggest problem is, is that this is why 
we're still dealing with it to the extent we're dealing with it is because everyone's looking at the business end, not the health end. And I mean, I know that what worked in New Zealand and all that and got them down really quick won't work in the U.S. because of the nature that there's so many more people here. It becomes so much harder the more people you get. And I understand that. But it's all the other little things, you know, by not canceling it, so it, it starts snowballing to other things and other things. Stores are like, well, yeah. Gen Con's having this pop up. I know many people want it. So now there are more people there. It, we're just putting more and more people in danger, and it worries me. I hope it ends well. I really, really do. Yeah. But were I to put money on it, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I'm kind of curious because, I mean... Oh, oh wow, you guys. Raining coming. Yeah, thanks, Studio J7. Studio J7, thank you so much for the raid. How are you? How was your stream? What were you working on today? What were you guys working on? Make sure we give a shout out to Oh my you. goodness, look at all the love. <laughs> That's look at all the love. Hey, Vex. Cheers. So we were just talking about... Uh, Gen Con. Gen Con. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Sunday Night Podcast. This is what we do on Sunday nights. We have a podcast where we talk about gaming and other geeky subjects. And Gonzo is painting. Why don't you tell people what you're working on, Gonzo? I'm working on Privateer Press model Amadomus. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Uh, an Infernal Master. Um, and working up doing the highlights inside because he's going to have purple highlights on him. That's... Omodemos the Black Gate. Yeah. Based yeah, off Gonzo's, the exclamation point, what is it? Gonzo's trying a uh, a glowing effect in the robes where the bottom of the robes are glowing purple. So he wants to do a little object source lighting. So he's getting that white ink down into the crevices and then to start building that, that glowing effect deep down in the crevices and then it gets more purple as it works its way out to the to the highlight areas. Mm -hmm. I'll fix up some of the white when I'm done because I did make up some mess ups. Oh, it's about to happen. Oh yeah. Hello, Kim Marie. Welcome and Gail Gail Geyer. Welcome, welcome. So what I'm kind of curious about, getting back on the on the subject, is like attendance and like vendor hall. Um, because one of the great things about Gen Con was the vendor hall. I love the vendor hall. I love seeing all the stuff, seeing what you can get, seeing, you know, all the cool things. Thanks for the follow. Um, so I'm kind of curious cause I have talked with a couple other people and then I believe that like AMG said that they were going to go, uh, to the vendor hall if the, you know, if everything still works and goes, um, I think they did say that on their uh, extravaganza thing that they were talking about. Um, and then I'm kind of curious because that's going to be a pretty small type of. Uh, I want to raise the point Legionnaires mentioned. He says, oh. I will repeat my early post. I just wish that Gen Con would start having a YouTube streaming like 
of someone who's slowly walking around the dealer's house so that people who can't go can learn about the new games and products mm. that are uh, there. That's a really reporter. cool idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. We get people, we get hype for people to come next year because they're like, man, look at all this cool stuff. You know, if I was here, I could see it in person. And obviously next year is going to be a much better year for all of this. Knock on yeah. wood. I, it'd be cool if people did that. You know, every year, if because yeah. they open an hour earlier for like press, for press people to go mm -hmm. through. Although I have to say, having been there and wandered through the dealer's room on all four days, it takes all four days to see, and I don't even see everything. I still miss things, so it's well, difficult to. You could one up it because you could actually have people start on Thursday, pre-record it rather than live. That way you've got some editing time if someone says something you need to edit out. A little tiny bit of editing, and suddenly you've got constant stuff you can play on your YouTube channel. People will be like, just people who aren't there will be like, oh, crap, look at this. Plus a you've team. got kids later. Yeah, Lee Jarris is a team of camera folks. Yeah. yeah. So that would be the way to go. I like I, that uh, idea. I did apply it for us for a press pass one year. Uh, we didn't get it, though. What? Yeah, we did for we did for uh, uh, Misfit Toys podcast when I was doing that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And and got the press press stuff. So I don't they, know. They told us that our audience was too small and we had too few plays. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> well, if you can be mean about it, sure. Well, you. You have to have uh, the follows yeah, well, and everything. It is what it is. No worries there. Yeah, no, I wouldn't worry about it. It was like, I was going to try for it. Mm. Like, yep. Sure. What else? You're lost, Jengon. Good night, Studio J7. Thanks again for the raid, and have a good sleep. Uh, for the people that are new that came in and raided, uh, like says, Cassie says, this is our Sunday podcast where we talk about a subject, but... Also, on Monday, John does some MechWarrior Online, and Tuesday through Thursday, Kathy streams painting, and on Friday, she reads to you. Pulp Fiction Friday. Yeah, I read cheesy Pulp Fiction on Fridays, and right now we're working our way through a Conan the Barbarian novel. Uh, and then, as Gonzo said, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I... I paint models, and that starts at 3 p.m. Central, which is which is in. And if you follow some of our England, other stuff, it's a whole different. Nine o'clock at night. Start. <laughs> hey, Lady B. Hi. Oh, Lady B is an advert hell. Uh, we will probably be talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the media section, I assuming we don't spend the whole time talking about Megaforce. All right, so on the metal, I'm going to do I want to do some object source lighting in these little holes right here. I don't know if you can really see it. There's just like these little <laughs> holes. Not I mean, holes. Right. Holes. You doing what with the holes? Putting some white in it cuz I want to oh, do some I want to do some purple inside of that. And everything. So just put a little bit of white inside of there. Cool. 
And then I'm gonna put, I'm gonna take this little thing right here and make it white. And then I'm gonna do around his helmet. Um, Cause I wanna kinda have the glow coming up from inside of the- Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. I see what, yeah. That's cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. Type thing. That way it's kind of like, it's body glowing type thing. Yeah, that's going to be cool. So. Just remember everything you learned in the ninth grade art class. I guess it was 10th grade art class. What did we learn in 10th grade art class? Uh, what I learned in 10th grade art class was sort of uh, lighting and keeping track of where it's coming from and making sure it's all going the same way or the correct way based on the light source. Oh. I also learned that apparently I'm the only one in my school who had heard of the who had seen the old uh, Bambi Meat Godzilla short from HBO. Oh my gosh, I remember <laughs> that because I did a whole series like every project was a different version of Toto Meets Godzilla, and uh, I, they were like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm basing off that Bambi Meat Godzilla short," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "All right, now I'm weird." <laughs> okay, that's not the reason I was weird, but it's a it was another like. Another piece of weirdness on top of everything. <laughs> Lady B says, is this the pre-rent or the actual podcast? This is the actual podcast because we had daylight savings time started last week. So we are an hour ahead here in the U.S. So the rest of the world has either not caught up yet or doesn't do it, depending on where you live. Hey, I heard rumors that we might not go back when, when October comes. And oh, I you know, to... I hear that rumor every year and every yeah, year. I, I hope that's true. Uh, I know Europe is doing their daylight savings next weekend, I think. Yeah. It is 27, awful. 28, 29, something like that. We're on the end of March. I'll be honest, this week sucked because my sleep schedule was destroyed. 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 Right, no ha, Captain Mizzy says, new friends, please watch during the week because I have a mission to complete and need your help. <laughs> it's the, I it's what that the mission channel is. point it's the channel point challenges that Captain Mizzy is talking about. You can you can spend channel points uh, to contribute to community challenges, one of which is uh, read a chapter where I will read a chapter of At the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft. We're on chapter four. So I just finished chapter three, the new challenges for chapter four. And then there's another challenge, which is Stop Gonzo Being Weird. Yep. Which is, which means he has to have his, his face cam right side up instead of upside down. And those are the only important ones. And then they we have, of, yeah. no, we have another one. It, there is another one, but those are the important ones. Those are the important ones. <laughs> we have another one where you have to force John to drink only water for an entire podcast. Like I said, not important. It's, it's not a terrible onus. For John, it is. It's terrible for me. Shit. Not that I hate water, but... Legionnaires says, I love standard time. Personally, I I love whatever time it is, and would just wish they wouldn't keep changing back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Set it and forget just a touch it. Touch faster, me, Captain Mizzy. Just a touch faster. Yeah, I am John. With the red shirt today. Wait, Gonzo, what color is your shirt? Is it, is it red or is it orange? Mine's a burgundy. So both are red shirts. Good job. 
Mine's gray. Well, I think there are other features that make you more distinguishable from God from Gonzo. I am the captain. I will not die. <laughs> he name tags. My name is John. I mean, <laughs> I have no beard right now. I am beardless. I'm the bearded one. The beardless John. Mm. Yeah, I got sick of it messing with my mask, so. E- easy okay. to fix. Can let that dry for a little bit. So That's gonna, exactly uh, right, Lady B. They need name tags. He needs the he needs a little thing underneath his what says Hi, my name is John. <laughs> and I'm Captain Mizzy's current Lady favorite. B says, I <laughs> think I know who Kathy is. It's hard not to notice her. Hard to Yeah, I did read that right, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to use this rough iron. It's like a... Rough. Rough, rough. Like it's a dog. not the smooth iron. No, not Sorry. smooth. rough iron. My mind went to Celebrity Jeopardy from Sunday Night Live. I won't repeat. We're good. Lady Beast is a woman with all the requisite woman parts. I mean... You can tell that from there. <laughs> not... <laughs> not touching it. Nope. How about the mitts? I don't know. What about those mitts? <laughs> Yikes. Just, you uh, know. Well, powers. I mean, everyone's got powers and abilities. And what would your superpower be, John, if you had one? Being an asshole. No, no, no. I'm talking about real. If if you had to get choose to use a superpower, and you got to choose your real-world superpower, what would it be? You don't or get not to real choose world, Fantasy... Superhero superpower. You don't get to choose your superpower. You got to make do with what you got. It gets thrust upon you, and then you have to shoulder the responsibility. All right. Yep. So we're gonna have Kathy. You're gonna choose John's random superpower. Which one is it? I'm not choosing a random superpower for John. That would be playing God. Well, why don't we let our studio audience choose John's superpower? So the first person that comes through. Oh, fuck me. Tell what everybody what first person that's what superpower you get, John. I don't know about I feel like we need options and then create a poll. No, no, it just automatically first person. What's John, what's your superpower? I I'm waiting with bated breath. Immediate alcohol. There it is. <laughs> Acid that's, burn punk coming in. That's actually reasonably close since I've never had a hangover. But I call that more of being a functioning adult. <laughs> to literally hate the shit out of someone says Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> well, I'll drink that. Oh my lord, that's funny. Okay, mm-hmm. ready? Kathy superpower. Ready? The second Uh-oh. person. Let's see. Uh-oh. Yeah, bubbles. That's perfect, really. <laughs> the second person that says it is your actual superpower, Kathy. Turning everything oh. to aliens? Aliens, like, from Alien? I'm... I'd be like the queen alien. <laughs> I... It would all be Geiger. I mean, that's fucked up, but awesome. Oh, 
everything is Geiger and, and, and it slowly, the biomechanical stuff just grows out, <coughs> just grows out from me, slowly infecting everything until the entire world is a writhing mass of things going in and out of other things. Let's not go I'm willing to try because the current world ain't exactly awesome. <laughs> All right, so we'll go with my superpower, but I'm not going to look at the screen. And on your mark, get set, go. And I'll think of a number. Tell me whenever think, there's a bunch going as through. as many numbers as you want. Make right. no, 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 don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me <laughs> don't tell me uh the fourth superpower what is it uh there, there isn't one yet no <laughs> all we have is lady b contributing to the challenge that doesn't really exist the, the hydrate john challenge oh yeah everybody needs to break, put, put one to that and, and make right saying, okay, Tetsu, you do that thing, that whole tentacle world absorbing thing, which oh. I'm happy to do because, duh. Our Captain Mizzy, that's too close to reality. Also, hi, make right. Oh, God, Webby, you're killing me. I don't even know you, Webby, and you're killing me. Wait, what did Webby say? <laughs> oh, Webby contributed to Hydrate John, too. Ha 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 ha. Asiburn Punk says, you don't appear on cameras. I don't appear on cameras? That's your Oh, is it the fourth power. one you said? Yeah, fourth one. You don't one. appear on cameras. Uh-oh, next one in, because there's three there. I make right. Uh, oh, random number Jesus. Oh, power over dice. Ah. Oh, That's you sort did of my say buddy that. Rolls either awesome or... Or the worst shit okay. ever. I I didn't know what that was up there when you said RN Jesus. I was like, he's a registered nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even get that. That just sailed right on over my head. Or range. That one's always, when I see it, I'm always like, oh, range. No, no. RNG. And now oh, if you had said RNG, then I would have like random number generator, like, you know, because so. nerd, but yeah. Apparently, Gonzo, yours is magnified luck, both good and bad. Again, I think we're hitting too close to reality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it, it it works like Bizarro World, though. So you you never get the right one when you need it. Ah, so it's life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh. Okay, Kathy, I've got my purple. I'm shaking it up, making sure. What purple are you using? That, uh, the, um, clear magenta. Uh, you're going to put clear magenta over black? Wait, yeah. are you going to mix it with the clear blue? No, you told me to mix it with, mix it with the clear pink. Or the, the, the magento flow. The, the... Was it Dayglo pink oh, or whatever is it is? Oh, is this for the is this for the the inside? Yes. Stuff. Yes. The highlight part. Yes. For the inside stuff. Okay, so so yeah, if once you're getting to the other purple parts, then you can throw some blue in there, and man, that magenta with blue, and even magenta with fluorescent pink with blue mm -hmm. is gonna make a really nice purple. Hold on. 
I thought I had. Yeah, Captain Mizzy, it's pink inside the crevices. That's clear blue. You, you know... Sorry, <laughs> I found my purple. Yeah, John's over here having a What's conniption that, fit. John? Nothing. John's having a conniption nice, uh, fit. There's a scroll on my wall over here. Pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry, I've got my purple. I thought I had it. Okay. So we're going to do the purple with the pink. Tetsuo Iron Man. Uh, let me see where it's streaming. The weirdest Japanese cyberpunk horror movie ever? Huh. I do not know what that is. Okay, so like maybe like a dot of pink in the blue? Hey, Scotty. Uh, uh, it might be on Amazon Prime. Scotty says, you call that a pink wrinkle? I have no idea. <laughs> Scotty, you're not helping. I mean, they're folds. You know, how about the Mets? <laughs> how about the Mets doing? I'm just saying that, that Gonzo's model has a lot of drapery folds in it. You know? You're actually not helping. Not at all. <laughs> Oh, the Iron Man. Um, it is... Oh, it's Okay, it's not free. But it's 99 cents to rent. Send me a link. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and I can also send you a link. What's it called again? Tetsuo something? Link. It's called Link. Linky Link. Linkity Link Link. Tetsuo... Iron Man. It's so the Iron Man. It is one hour and seven minutes long. Man, you're taking the easiest, Lady B. It's third the four hour shit I watched today. I mean, what? 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 Hey, look. I'm video. After what I watched this week, it can't be that bad. Cause <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to say this now. I'm not going to review this during the media section. Because if you want the review for this, you're going to have to go check out the other podcast. All uh, right. Add it to watch list. Add it to watch list. Because I watched Ninja Batman again. And, man, I tell you, having John live tweet or live uh, message me with his thoughts as he's going was amazing. Oh, I have so I do. That's how I do James Bond every time I watch it. With it's my friend. But reviewing it like that, Kathy, I'm going to tell you, you should go find our last video if you get the chance. The last 45 minutes are us talking about Ninja Batman. Uh, I will have to watch the VOD. Uh, it is probably on YouTube, uh, Lady B, under Painting with Menoth John. I am not Menoth John. I am co-host John. It's uh, sort of the progenitor of this particular podcast. The progenitor. Yes. Better? Yes. That's the right word. I've been drinking. Don't blame me. It's fine. My pronunciation ain't there always... There are three movies in this series. <laughs> wow. Uh, Captain Mizzy, I appreciate that. That that means a lot to me. As always, having worked with Johns and having... Dono John's is best happiness. John, and I have said that same thing, too. Dono is best John. I appreciate that. You're going to make me cry. I mean, not really, but... Meekrate says, I would like to watch Wild Zero with you, Kathy. Wild okay. Zero. What's Wild Zero? I don't know. I'm up for it. New and strange yeah. movies I enjoy watching with other people online. Uh, what is in that picture? 
Oh, it's not available. You'd have to find it somewhere because it's not available on Amazon Prime. Uh, in fact, it, apparently you can't even buy a DVD easily. Oh, here you go. That's the beauty of Discord is if, if, I, if I owned it, then I could share my screen and everybody who's in my chat with me can watch it and enjoy it. Well, to give you an idea... Some of the movies that show up in the customers who viewed this also viewed are Psycho Gorman, which is a new one I'm interested in, where basically kids summon a, a, a hell demon and basically make it be their friend. Sort of like the adventures of Billy and Mandy, just more brutal. And I don't know if you've seen this, Kathy. I still I need you to may watch have. the adventures of Billy and Mandy. Have you seen Six String Samurai? No. Oh, 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 oh. oh. That's a weird movie too. Apparently, we're in the we're in the weird movie zone. Thank you all for weird movies. Ta -ta 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 -ta. Excellent. I am here for the weird movies. Oh, make right no six string samurai. That was a common cable one. It was first time I came in. They came in halfway through, and it was weird. And I'm like, what is going on? But you know, I watched it anyways because why not? What are you thinking of that purple? Gonzo, that looks cool from here. Uh, I like it. There's definitely going to be multi layers to it because, I mean, it's so thin. But that oh, is. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the thing about the clear paints is once you let uh, a layer dry on that black, as you go over it with successive layers, uh, it gets more opaque and that intensity of the color uh, is more pronounced. So hopefully that'll. Proved to be satisfying for you. Yeah, it's coming up with an interesting uh, effect so far. I can't wait to see where it is when it's done. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. I'm firmly aware of the the phase of this is a crap and I hate it. That's true. Yeah. And I the, the best the best thing I ever did was just getting through that. You know. Legionaries says Bahubali two. Oh yeah, that was great. Wait till three. There's three? I haven't even seen the first one yet. The... I shouldn't be surprised if somehow Gonzo knows exactly what he's talking about. That's Two because Gonzo reviewed. Didn't you review Bahubali? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, let me. Reviewed one and two. I have a problem with three because the full title of Bahubali 2 is Bahubali 2, The Conclusion. Yeah, they said they're going to do a third one. description of how do you have a third after The Conclusion? Yeah, they don't. they haven't said yet. Is that like uh, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, the fourth book in a trilogy? Uh, yeah. I think that was the fourth book. Yeah. Yes, it was. I really don't remember. Um, that drink was a slightly more aggressive at the end than I thought. I'm going to let the ice... <laughs> the recl yeah. Acid Burn Punk says it's the happy ending. Scotty says it's the reclusion. The reclusion. Legionnaire suggests it's the prologue. That's right. what they did with... Uh, uh, not Vikings, uh, not Norwegians, the Norsemen. Norsemen, they did three seasons, the first two seasons, and then the third season was actually a, a prequel season, which having seen the first two seasons, the third season, knowing what's going to happen later actually made it funnier. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, hey, Angry Ham. Yeah, the Angry Ham movie... says three movies in what series? We're talking about Bahubali. The Indian, the Bollywood uh, movies. 
I must have been drunk when Gonzo reviewed that because I really, really don't remember. Oh, they're amazing. I, I was telling, I, I think you were actually gone. I think. Oh, that, that's possible. It was a, during a a a, 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 guest, a, a one? guest one. But yeah, because there's, I was saying that one of the movies, I think it's part two, um, reminded me of two third graders that got together in the playground and says, wouldn't this be cool to do and see in a movie? And they did it. So it's it's like Batman Ninja. It's definitely a Bollywood <laughs> style combat martial art awesomeness that just kind of goes crazy with it. Kathy, would you not agree that that is a, also a proper, you know, way of describing Batman Ninja? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I think cocaine's a better example, better, you know, explanation, but that third graders is also a proper example. Um, yeah, interesting. I actually don't hate, um, I don't hate Bollywood stuff. It's actually very interesting most of the time. Yeah. Batman yeah. Ninja was fucking weird, Lady B. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, come on, I, you know and I reviewed it for I, 45 minutes. I was lost uh, for, for plot-wise, but the <laughs> animation <laughs> was amazing, and the music was amazing. And and whoever animated Joker really wanted to animate Joker. Oh, but I feel like those characters, uh, they would make fantastic miniatures. They would make fantastic busts. If people did sculpts of them, I would paint them in a heartbeat. Oh, no, there was there was plot. It was just slightly disjointed. Yeah, it was a bit disjointed. Not as completely... Well, I won't say anything else. <laughs> I suspect John maybe knows where my brain's at right now, but... Which I haven't seen yet. section yet. No, no, I actually think I know exactly what she's talking about. And it's a movie we may review later, later tonight. <laughs> oh, in fact, we're going to review it probably in about five minutes or so. Pam says he thinks he's seen 40 minutes of that. Yeah, saw the whole thing and loved the music. Oh, loved the animation. Oh, Lady B, uh, Gonzo and I both saw that as well. Kathy uh, chose wisely. I'm not saying I, d I did not have four hours to spend on that. Also, I don't think you have HBO Max, but in any way. In that any is case. correct. I do not. Yeah. Four hours. <sighs> yeah, that's what I said, too. Yeah. It is five minutes before media section. We're already talking about media, so we could just seg right into that. Yeah, you can keep painting and keep it on the painting screen, Gonzo. Absolutely. Sure okay. Because I'm trying to get all this purple at least in here so I can see. Oh, I okay, don't know so, if I that first, or if we should go into, or should, since it's a comic, Gonzo, let's go into Zack Snyder's, uh, just, just Zack Snyder's Justice League real quick, because Lady B says, Zack Snyder's Justice League is what Justice League should be, not what asshole Josh Whedon shit. Now, full stop, we know Josh Whedon is uh, persona non grata right now, because apparently he is not a good human being. Alright, So let's divorce the movie that he half-made... And, uh, you know, his personal actions while making Buffy, which I'll point out is the only people who have come forward so far is people from Buffy. That does not mean that he did something right. He probably did it wrong because their stories are pretty consistent. But that's not for me to decide. So, so 
you started watching it and then I started watching it. Correct. Um, shortly after. And so I was a little bit behind you uh, on the notes. watching timeline. I wrote notes. Oh, no. There are no check marks. write notes. I never do. So, first thing I'm going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to skip to the fucking monkey for those of you who don't want to pay attention to this next, let's say, 10 minutes or so that we talk about it. It is not better than the theatrical release of Justice League. The main reason it's not better is because it's four fucking hours long. It does not need to be four fucking hours long. You can cut 15 minutes out just by getting rid of excessive slow-mo. Um, I think you'd probably cut about an hour out. Wait, are you saying that slow-mo actually makes things take longer? Yes. It's the like second football. thing is... Why are you going to visually explain something? And then fucking explain it why people talk to each other. Why are you going to exposition that shit after you've shown it through actual visuals? That sort of defies the purpose of fucking making the scene in the first place. Oh, we'll get to that, Lady B. I'm not going to... I don't argue... I'm not going to argue with that point at all. I don't think you're incorrect. Uh, she says, it hangs, to, hangs together way better than the theatrical release. Yes. If you put me on the spot and say, I would say Joss Whedon did that movie dirty. He did not do a great job. Um, while uh, random thoughts in my head, I would have punched Barry Allen within the first five minutes of meeting him, but after that initial bit, he is a way better character in the Zack Snyder version. Way more interesting, way less comic relief, way more... This actually feels like this could be Barry Allen. Way more believable. Yes. Like, like super intelligent to the point where he's uncomfortable around people cool understandable but he like the first five minutes of him were punchable like immediately it was like fuck this guy fuck everything he stands for but then as soon as that first scene was done which i will point out is not fucking necessary at all yeah that's something you put in a flash movie not in a justice league movie and that's another of course problem um so you know, after that, he's way more interesting. I think they did a much better job with him. Um, having an actual backstory for Cyborg that's more than 12 seconds long, it's fine. But again, overdone. Both of them could have used with an origin movie before this, but a Cyborg movie won't sell, and they decided they didn't want to wait and do a Jet Flash movie first, which was a mistake. Because honestly, just being able to take out the Barry Allen origin stuff would have been more interesting. But any way you slice it, the fact that you have to do an origin story in a Justice League movie is automatically a problem. Because it shouldn't be, because they should, should already... should be focusing on the action. You can take it. You can take time away, you can make it better. Um, other thoughts? Fuck, the music is pretentious as shit! <laughs> like, the soundtrack, fine. The score is fine. But the soundtrack, actual songs put in, super pretentious. The fact that he filmed it in 4-3... Fucking uber pretentious. This is not a good movie for a lot of reasons. But it may be a better movie than the other one just because it is better content. The idea, and Gonzo made fact check on this one, when they come together and decide to resurrect Superman is a way better way of doing it than it was in the Joss Whedon version. Yeah. It, Joss Whedon was not on his A-game when he did this, and I think it's because he wasn't involved from the start, regardless of personal feelings for him as potentially a piece of shit. 
I don't think he was involved from the start. And I honestly think that there was a lot of studio interference because even in this movie, those characters are not really consistent with who they are. Let's be honest. Barry Allen is a meme of who he is. Cyborg is barely a character, even in this version. Aquaman is less of a character than he was in the other one because he doesn't get as much time. He's eye candy in the movie. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Aquaman movie coming out before this would have helped, been helpful, but is what it is. Um, Jeremy Irons is still one of the best parts. <laughs> Jeremy Irons' outfit is great all the time. Um, I have six check marks next to so much Grimdark. <laughs> because it is Grimdark for no good reason. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that when I was watching it. I was like, why are we so dark? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys want us to spoil or not. I'm going to not spoil. But let's just say there's a point in the middle of the movie where I just said, for fuck's sake, and Gonzo agrees with me, there's something that happens in the middle of the movie that is what? terrible and bad. Hit us up on Facebook if you want to know what that scene is. I don't want to spoil it because people may watch this afterwards. You've got four hours. Lady B has redeemed posture check. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm leaning back. Thanks, Kathy. Um, I would like to uh, report that my spine is indeed still attached to every other part. So I'm Seems good. that way. So, the funniest one is up here towards the top, I have new Steppenwolf. Arrow, good. Arrow, it's okay. Arrow, eh, maybe not so good. It was not very good. Like, I didn't necessarily like the original version, but this new version, the more it was on screen, the less good it was. Yeah, I agree with you. That it kind of started grading on me. I was like, uh... I, I kind of like the concept of um, Steppenwolf coming in and Darkseid being the one who originally came and adding Darkseid as the big bad over it, even though really as much as we make fun of uh, Joss Whedon, a lot of the stuff that Zack Snyder put in here, he stole from fucking the Avengers. And I think Joss Whedon was trying very hard not to. Because you don't you want to keep your own thing. So, that's there. Um, good lord. It's hard to talk about without... I will say that the epilogue, even though... Uh, it seems excessive, but no, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, in height... It explains more. How about that? And it is better the way it's delivered in this yes. rather than the way it was delivered in the original. Not that the original one was bad. That's when it was one. Uh, take it or leave it either way. Oh, Lady B, I think Steppenwolf was a terrible villain. He had, I mean, he's an errand boy. And I'll be honest, with what they were trying to do, I think they made horrible, Zack Snyder made horrible mistakes in letting whoever write this get get away with what he did. He should have put his foot down as director saying, "This is not a good idea." And their vision for Justice League two and three was basically those dream sequences they had that, that Batman had in Batman v Superman and this, and that would be shitty, shitty movies, shitty movies. The fact, and I'm going to spoil something here because it's not really a spoiler; it happens in other things. The fact that Lois Lane could die and Superman could become evil means the people writing this shit have no fucking idea who Superman is. They can't characterize him worth a shit. And that's a problem when he's one of the one of the big three. 
Batman, he's fine. I still think Ben Affleck did a great, did a fine job as Batman. No problem at all. Um, I have no problem with Jared Leto as a Joker. It is what it is, you know? Like, he's done a totally different take on the Joker, and I appreciate that everyone who has a take of the Joker does a different take. That is good. But I just, they don't get some of these characters. They don't get Superman, and, and you can't do two Superman movies, ostensibly, and a Justice League movie, and not get Superman and have it be great. Like, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, Chuck, that's a, that's a good idea for an alternate universe, but it's not... That's not Superman. That's some alternate take on Superman. It's not actually Superman. Superman, that's not who he is. He's a boy scout. And making them do that is fucking stupid. Like, as soon as they do that, I immediately discount a good portion of the movie. Superman in a black costume. Sure, cool, whatever. I fucking hate it. Classic blue and red for me. Every time. It's classic for a reason. Um, now, some of the fights. Um, God, egregious... CGI blood spatter, fucking terrible. Why? I don't Why like do it when do people that? do blood spatter on the camera. Or blood spatter, just do blood spatter. You don't need to see that. You mean the blood is actually supposed to be like splattering onto the lens of the camera? Yeah, there's... Uh, I mean, one scene they did that, yeah. Eh. Yeah, there was a couple of times that they did the blood splatter on the lens. <laughs> Why does Mara have an English accent? She didn't in the original. She doesn't in the Aquaman movie. The fuck? So, who do you hoot? If you kill the love of someone's life, that may be enough to someone to murder. Yes. Like, the one where Superman murders Joker and then fucking retires. Um, Kingdom Come. Fine. But he's not going to become, like, super evil, serving dark side bullshit. People who write that don't understand Superman. And you know what? I don't even think he'd murder. I think his morals are stronger than that. Yeah. And I think not getting that is a problem. He's the best of them. He's always supposed to be the best of them. That's something Wonder Woman would do. No problem. She's a warrior first. She kills people. It happens. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of little problems with this movie. Um, but, I mean, honestly... And, and one of the plot points is basically the mother box is waiting to become active... Until Superman was dead and he has this death yell. So fucking stupid. Yeah. I was like, why? I actually looked it up and I was like, why did the death yell activate the mother boxes? It, stupid. It is not. Uh, when I laid it on Letterbox, they gave it two and a half. So I'm going to give it two and a half space herpes. It is not a great movie. Um, I think if it was shorter and you cut out some of this stupid bullshit, it could have been close. Like some combination of the two would have been probably the best version of this because there's some scenes where um, Josh Whedon injected some much needed humanity and character development to this movie. And some scenes when Josh Whedon or when uh, Zack Snyder added some much needed little bit of grim, little bit of uh, movie magic, so to speak, that, that scene that you needed to really hit home. Um, it's, I don't know. It's it's flawed. They're both flawed. It's never going to be able to get by the fact that it's four hours long. If I were to rewatch, I'd rewatch the Joss Whedon version just because... It's not four I, hours long. How about this one? I watched two other movies and a TV episode this week, and they all took less time than this movie. So. Uh, Gonzo, what are you going to give it for a rating? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, a three because it just really... 
while it did do some stuff good, it didn't do what I thought it was going to do, and I was kind of disappointed in that. But four hours is fucking a long time. Yeah. Well, if you count the fact we probably both added at least half a half a uh, space herpy for the time runtime of this movie. Um. So take it for what you will. If you've got four hours, I'm not going to say it's not worth a watch. There are some good points. There's break some it up. Points. Break it up. I thought I was going to break it up, but I was like, no, I need to finish it for the podcast tonight. And, oh, man, I should have broken it up. Sorry, Lady B. I mean, I, I'm i an opinionated uh, reviewer. I know that. And it's some people are going to like it. It's art. No matter what anyone says, it is art. And not everyone's going to agree on it. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. I know that. I still wouldn't want to watch it over any of the Marvel movies. No. To be fair. Not sure I'd watch the other Justice League over many of the Marvel movies. Maybe two. Maybe three. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Uh, I wouldn't say hate it as long as it's worth it. This wasn't worth it. This this didn't add. The extra time was all bullshit. You know, when I've got multiple checks next to exposition, they already told us this. That would be a thing. Uh, and Chuck, yes, absolutely, did a great job of fleshing out Cyborg. He felt like almost a full character. I still, I mean, they're still hampered by the fact they didn't do a movie for him. And I know a movie wouldn't necessarily have sold, but man, it would have been great. Oh, Acid to Burn Punk. Would you watch it over the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie from the 80s? No, because that's only like an hour and a half long, and I get two and a half hours to do something else in my life. <laughs> I tell you, four hours. I could watch I could watch an extended edition of Lord of the Rings, and that movie way better. <laughs> uh, Kathy, you were, did you watch uh, James Bond this week also? I did not. I okay. watched two movies. Uh, hit your second one, then we'll all hit Megaforce. The second one I w- watched was today. That was the Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. The classics. God, I loved it. It was so cheesy. It, it was, was so bad. 19, like, was it 1980? 82? Um, I think 82, and it was it was one of the, the double 3D uh, sci-fis they put in the theater around then. It was very much a product of its time. Yes. And so the the, the special effects and, and everything, the, the scenery, the models, everything was, it was very 19, early 80s kind of. <laughs> It's like oh, good B movie. You like you're like this is B movie level. The the but cheese it's good movie level. The cheese in this one was charming. Yes. It was it uh, was it was charming. Ernie Hudson's in this one, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. And uh and and so so I liked that the cheesy aspect of it. I liked that there was humor in it. The people felt like real people. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I mean it was a little extra. A little extra sarcastic, that early 80s sarcasm, but... I, I like that sort of thing, though. That's a... So, so it was... I don't remember if it was Meekright who suggested that, or if it was you, John, who suggested that. Somebody had mentioned it, and I had it in my... I watched edited... it in the beginning of 2020, I think. It was Meekright, yep. So, Meekright redeems himself because the two movies that he suggested to me were uh, Space Hunter and Megaforce. Oh, 
We're going to have a sad last half an hour, guys. <laughs> last 15 minutes is going to be sad. Oh. <laughs> or funny. I, I or like both. Connor. It is enjoyable for what it is. Um, it's good B-movie sci-fi action. It is definitely it, a product of his time. Oh, yeah. Very young Molly Ringwald. You could see why John Hughes chose her for the parts in the John Hughes movies that she was in. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, I mean, I, I, that's one of those movies like, yeah, I mean, 3D didn't need to be done on that movie. No. I didn't couple... even realize it was supposed to have been 3D until after it was over, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, there were some scenes they did just for that. So that actually, now now that I think of it, there are a couple scenes where I go, oh, okay, so, like, with all the when he slides into the the skeleton and stuff, <laughs> face yeah, first is, into the skeleton. This is better. The better of the two that came out around the same time because this and Metal Storm: The Destruction of Jared Sin, and this is clearly the better movie. Yeah, Schindler's List is a little heavier than uh, what we're talking about. So. I have seen Schindler's List, and it is beautiful amazing movie and it is heavy oh so and everybody should see it at least one time agreed um how many space herpes do you give space hunter space hunter oof (laughs) i would say i would give it a couple i would give it two but man it's a fun ride it is a fun ride yeah but you know the way space hunter seems to be willing to sleep around. He's probably got a couple space therapies. I don't know. He didn't seem like he was a sleep around sort of a dude. But you know, he gave me huge Han Solo vibes. Yes. He he was, he was definitely vibing Han Solo. He was very much a uh, a, a Han Solo wannabe. I suggested to my friend who I was watching it with, I suggested that perhaps they came from, they both came from Corellia. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Hungry Ham, Kung Fury. I love Kung Fury. Uh, Banyan hates Kung Fury, so any challenge have to involve him watching it, too. Kung Fury I don't know if I've seen stupid. Kung Fury. Oh, it's awesomely stupid. It is awesomely stupid. Uh, uh, so, uh, there's your Space Hunter. I guess we're just going to talk about Megaforce now. 15 minutes about... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's do a non-spoiler review of Falcon and Winter Soldier real quick. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Slow, worth it. Probably um, interested in Bucky's out-of-combat scenes than Sam's right now, but uh, I like where it's going. I do, I, too. I, I understand the sort of what they're going for, because I read the comics when these plot lines came out, and I'm interested to see uh, where the two plot lines go. Yeah, I... Definitely liked it a lot. I thought it was a good, fun ride. Uh, action is really good in it. Uh, combat's really good. Um, I like the story of Bucky, you know, showing the more human side and stuff. Of God, him. yeah. So compelled. Like, his, he, what he was doing there, his his sort of out-of-combat stuff, very compelling, I think. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Can't wait for the next week. Um, the Falcon was very fun. Do what? Captain Mizzy said it too. Go ahead and say it. The ending. Uh, no. 
no, mm-mm, no, hell yep. no. The John ending Walker, of it. Captain America is a thing that happened in the comic books. So it I know is. where it's going. It is, and I know where it's going too. Uh, but nah, nope, mm-mm. We're gonna we're we're gonna play the uh, the meme that I put on there a little bit. Mm, no, no, mm-mm, no, 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 no. Can we see where it goes with that? Actually, it it intrigues me knowing the plot lines and what they can what they can do with those plot lines. Yeah, I mean they've got a lot to go with, and then I I enjoyed it a lot. Of course, you know I, I'm I'm not saying anything's wrong about it, but Captain America, there's only one. So. But other than that, I enjoyed it. No space yeah. RPs for me. Yeah, no space RPs here either. I mean, some people call it slow, but I mean, yeah, it was slow, but they're building up because they want to. I mean, they want to go more into these characters than just beat people up. Yeah. That's so, where they're going to go with the TV series. Chuck the Painter says, I have one major nitpick about Bucky and Falcon. In the comics, Falcon has a brother who is a priest, and they omitted him. Oh, did they? <laughs> I, I don't um, know a lot about Falcon's character, so I. So Disney's going to do that. Sorry to tell you, Disney's going to admit that because that is a flashpoint for people, especially right now. And they're going to try and err on the side of, let's not have that in there. But unfortunately, the way it's going to be. Is it right? Is it wrong? Not for me to decide. It's not a big deal. It doesn't mean they can't introduce him later. Maybe he's just estranged. I don't remember him from the comics. Let's be honest, Chuck the Painter. They missed the entire area of Captain America when he was driving around America in a van with a motorcycle in the back with the Falcon fighting crime. Oh, yeah. Now, that would have made a, a good story. Exactly. That's a series. Yes. But in any case, let's see. This and is Angry a... Ham says, I don't know, for me, the MCU is pretty much done and done with Endgame. Uh, I think they're going to do smaller stories, and I think that's a good idea. I think they went too far with Endgame. They went, they reached for the sky. They hit it against all odds. They hit that mark, but I think it was a mistake to try and hit that mark. Yeah, that's also Bill Robinson got a, got a good point. Maybe they made it because there's only so much time for so many characters. People already said it was slow online, and I don't mind character development as long as it's interesting. And we got Bad Truck the Leaper. Goddamn right. And he lives, so he might come back again. That's cool. Recurring villains are awesome. All right, Megaforce. <laughs> Requested from the channel. I mean, Requested by me, right, specifically that, that we all three. Thanks, Make Right. Watch Megaforce. Okay, so this came and out. And God have mercy on his soul. <laughs> came out in what, 94? <laughs> or 84, no, excuse me. 84. 84. So Megaforce was a staple of comics advertising when I was growing up, and I never got to see it then. I saw it a couple years ago because the One Movie Podcast doesn't do. Uh, they love it, and actually one of the hosts got uh, the commander, Barry Boswick, Ace Hunter himself, to make him a lieutenant of Megaforce. So it's a big deal there. And I'm not going to lie, this movie's got problems, but I fucking love it. It is, I, I think it's hilarious. Because while we're watching it, I'm sitting there talking, to, and I'm like, okay, Megaforce is about a group of people that all, ooh, what's wrong with my camera? All come together, and it's super people from all over the world. It's G.I. Joe, basically. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is a G.I. Joe wannabe 
But my question is, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> I mean, it's about geopolitics and border warfare. Yeah. So what I really thought was funny was, okay, so you've got all these people from different, you know, parts of the world. You've got like somebody from Mexico, somebody from, you know, Japan. you know, Brazil, China, Japan. But the country boy has a Confederate flag on his shoulder. I it's noticed that right away. Right away. Yeah. Dallas has a, he's an American country boy. That has a Confederate flag on his shoulder. He has the stars and bars on his shoulder, and I was like, wait, what? What? You're like... Well, so, first off, technically, that's the battle flag of the First Army of Northern Virginia, mm -hmm. not the Confederate flag. Well, correct, but we're going with what we're talking. Uh, they know what you're talking about, but God damn it, I'm a nerd, and i got to be specific. <laughs> so, yeah, so, they don't like this movie, apparently. But, but, yeah, I mean, at the time, that was, you know... Come on, Barry Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. His hair. His hair. <laughs> oh my oh, god. His hair probably should have been a character. His hair was magnificent. Let, let's talk about the best bits. I love the stunt scenes. So this was directed by the same guy who does the Cannonball Run and, and uh, Smokey and the Bandit and all. And he is a, a stunt guy. So keep in mind, all those stunts of those vehicles were all real stunts. There's no CGI. Correct, yeah, no CGI in this movie. Well, and that's great. There's a lot of green screen. <laughs> Some of them, unfortunately, so, but very good. I, I love the stunts; they're super fun. And to me, the best scene is when the bad guy Guerrera shows up at the camp, and they're just buddies. You know, they're going to be fighting each other, but they're still buddies. I fucking love that. I don't know what it is. N Almost no movies do that, and it is super cool to see. There's no, like, hatred because you're on the other side. It's respect and love because they're buddies. Even though he knows he might have to kill his buddy, they're still just being super respectful and awesome with each other, and that is cool. Even if Edward Mulher has to show up and give him the bad news. So the basic plot is a country is raiding into another country and blowing up stuff uh, because they're assholes. Yep. And the other country never gets permission to go back and fight them because they don't want a full-fledged war. So they go contact Megaforce, which is like a global super elite strike team uh, with the best technology to yep. go and help them sort of lure them across the border so they can whip the shit out of them. Um, there's more to well, there's slightly more to it. Not much. Not more. much. <laughs> no, not really. I could, I could barely make out what was actually going on and there was only that one tiny conversation they were having over dinner that gave the slightest hint of what this movie might have actually been about so they go and they do their job and they come back and as they're sitting there they're refueling getting ready to finish their plan the bad guy shows up because he's an old buddy of the commander of megaforce we'll point out the only with a rank no other ranks just commander and i liked their interaction that that was my right. favorite part about the movie. Absolutely, even mine. And I mean, the stunts are cool, but that because no one else has done that, it was super cool. And those two guys, they had great chemistry together. Barry Boswick and Michael Silva had great chemistry together. And then they find out from Edward Mulher from uh, Knight Rider fame that they can't go across the border like their plan was because it would be considered an act of war. So then they have to sort of find a way to get out of there without dying. 
And then the best scene of the movie is, of course, when uh, Ace Hunter, stranded behind lines, goes and knocks on the top of Guerrero's tank and says goodbye and says the famous line. I would remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s. And I'll be honest, I don't think anyone else could deliver that line with any sort of seriousness like he did. You know? Because that is a hell of a cheesy line. Then he has a flying motorcycle and lands on his plane because flying motorcycle in the 80s, it was a thing. Because, of course, yeah. Oh, I was cringing, I was cringing. I was like, but this is cool, but oh, this is awful. But it's yes. neat, but it's awful. <laughs> my, the, my 80s self, the, my, my 80s kid would have been, I know it was like, that's motherfucking badass, motherfucker. He oh. could, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If I and now you watch it, it and you're like, oh. If I had had... seen that back when I saw Beastmaster, I would have felt the same way about oh, yeah. had this movie Hot probably. Wheels. Oh yeah. Hot Wheels of the uh the Tatcom and the little buggies, not the motorcycles, but the buggies and that. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh the buggies were cool and when they all parachuted in and Oh yeah. You know. This is a movie and the thing I thought about that, this would be a great movie to remake with an actual budget more than twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and actually when you think about it and, and, and how you know, the director said this they made some amazing things on their budget. Those buggies and motorcycles, they're all things that actually run. Yeah, they, they, this was no CGI. That's what's so funny is I'm watching, I'm like, the smoke that they were trailing behind the motorcycles was actual smoke. Why? I laughed out loud. I've when seen that so many happened, things. Ah, that cracked me up. In front of them. Yes. In front of, like, think about the precision driving they need to do to drive with that smoke in their fucking face. They can't see shit. Well, you, you you remember the scene when they were showing off the bikes the first time, and they're all like wheeling them up and shooting. The one guy on the right almost b- bit it. He was sliding oh, yeah. all over the place because they had the real skinny skinny tires on sand. Yeah, yeah. The stunt work is amazing. The problem is, is that it's all sort of hidden by the explosions and shit. Yeah. This is why Cannonball Run and such is a much better medium. That sort of medium is better for how Needham to direct in. Um, but I think this movie done with a modern, a modernized plot a little bit and just some a little bit of CGI with some good stunts would be great. Also, just make right one to point out you are referring to the Mega Destroyer vehicle, sir. The <laughs> Mega, Mega Destroyer. Destroyer. Well, I didn't name it that in the movie, so I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> But yeah, it's. I saw those and I was like, I think I had that Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I had, had the buggy. That as a toy. I had the buggy. I had the Tacom. <laughs> I so wanted to see that movie, but never had a chance to. I only saw it first time about five years ago. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I, I I fucking love it. This this is exactly the kind of bad movie I want when I see bad movies. Yeah, this is bad, cheesy. Let's talk about the good old uh, parachuting lovemaking scene, pretty much. Um. (laughs) You know, so I was waiting. I have to just say before we talk about the parachuting uh, dance of romance, uh, (laughs) they had this they had this evening where it was the two of them and they were silhouetted in like red and then magenta. And I was like, this is the scene where they make out. But they didn't. Come on, Kathy. Commander Ace Hunter has more class than that. I'm just saying, they could have made out. <laughs> In silhouette. Did you see that hair? That man has more class. And that beard? Oh, yeah, he had the perfect beard. 
Barry Boswick, so they saw him during the Pirates of Penzance and hired him for this, and he channeled that right into this. And, I mean, I don't know anyone else could do that like that. He's got the right charm for this movie. Because this movie never take never really makes fun of itself, but never quite takes itself too seriously. Every fucking character is snarky in one's way. How shape, could you form. possibly take yourself seriously with this movie? But I mean, mm-hmm. they were all snarky, but it, no one took themselves too seriously. And no me, one went too far the other way. Let me just say. All of the men in this movie were wearing Will Madeering bodysuits. <laughs> oh, that's that's a that's zipper weird. that goes down the front. <laughs> all I could think was like, this is like Will Madeering, but they're all men. I kind of like this. And they all had the uh, like I said, the guy. Oh, a zipper it goes unzips all the way down the front and everything. Right. <laughs> uh, night, Angerham. Night, Angerham. Uh, Good night, Angerham. Sweet dream. There. I am going to give it, and you guys will not agree, I'm going to give it one space herpy because I fucking love it. <laughs> Flaws and all. It is eminently watchable. I'm so, giving it four, which is what you give Beastmaster, but I would rather watch Beastmaster. <laughs> but that's fair. Um, I'm actually going to give it two ratings. Uh, I'm going to give it, okay, I remember it as a kid, and this was badass motherfucking badass as a kid. Uh, when I watched it in 84. Oh, so As a kid, this is zero. Yeah. Herrera may have been my favorite character. Uh, as now, this movie is bad, cheesy, and you were like, you could never get away with half of the stuff that was said in this anymore because it is just so bad sexist and, you know. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. But it was a product of its time. So, I mean, this is, you know, this is what we're looking at. Uh, so, like, the two and a half. I give it the meh rating because... I, I watched it, but I, I'm i seeing it through kids and adult eyes, and I'm watching, like, the motorcycle, and I'm like, fuck, that's stupid. Let no, that was badass back in the 80s. I, right? <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, that's so stupid, but that's so cool. But it's stupid. I'm like, oh, my God, this is And you cringe watching it. You're like, because so, he's, right? he's steering it in the air like this. <laughs> but oh, yeah. how about the, the communist idealist? That guy yeah. cracked me up. Oh, yeah. So let me just say though that the MST or the sorry the Rift Tracks version of this that's available on Amazon's is probably the perfect way to watch this because it's just on point. Yes. This yeah, is the perfect right kind sense. of movie of them because they can make fun of it without I mean, it gives them all the material they need. It's yeah. just right there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Acceptable in the eighties is what Make Right does. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of movies that are acceptable in the eighties that I don't necessarily like today. Hashtag Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. yeah. They don't age well. Nope. Yeah. Well, guys, that is our podcast tonight. We want to thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And, um, guys, please take care of yourself. Uh, wear a mask. Uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face, et cetera, et cetera. If you're getting, go get the shot. If you're getting the shot, um, everything. Just be careful don't out there. Touch we want to hear you. As I touch my face. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just started rubbing my nose. Um, yeah. Guys, be safe. Turn your camera upside down. I will reset that channel thing, and y'all can work on it next week and see what happens. Guys, please come back. Please take care of yourself. We'll be raiding uh, the Pyro Club after this. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night. Good night. Good night. Time for bed.
need to call my dad. Oh, Cookie Man just wants a review of Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Hell Don't yeah. mind it. I do. Hell the yeah. Last Dragon. Have you not seen that? Who has not seen that? I have not seen that at all. I might have seen it. We're watching The Last Dragon. The Glow. Okay, don't let it be written. Don't let it be done. So say we all. And welcome to the Pyro Club.